Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode of Up the Magnolia Tree. I'm here in Asheville, North Carolina on Thanksgiving Day and I'm so excited to be with my mom. She's an incredible fitness instructor and nutrition expert. So I just wanted to get together with her and ask her some questions while I'm here. Questions that will help me and questions that will help you on your fitness journey because All of us are trying to get fit and eat healthy, but it's just really hard when you have a busy lifestyle and if you're anything like me when you don't like to work out. So she's here. Say hi, Mom. Hi, everybody. Hey, Mom has an amazing singing voice. So she's what gave me my singing skills. So (laughs) we're, since it's Thanksgiving in the spirit, we're going to just sing for you right now and bless your spirits right now. Okay, here we go. Count your many blessings, name them one by one. And it will surprise you what the Lord has done. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your many blessings. See what God has done. Incredible, right? Oh, I can hear the applause right now. It's beautiful. (laughs) So anyway, let's get right into the questions. I know this is a weird podcast to do on Thanksgiving Day because you're stuffing yourselves full of food. We did not plan for it to land on this day. Originally, I wanted to talk about how to have a vegan Thanksgiving, but hey, we're going to do this, and it maybe can help you get motivated for the new year. So my first question, Mom, can you just tell us about yourself and about how long you've been doing this and why you're passionate about it and your certifications and what you're trying to do with your business in general? (laughs) That's a lot of questions. Guys, you should have seen her eyes right now. They just almost bulged out of her face. (laughs) Okay, tell us. First of all, um, my fitness journey began when, um, oh, I would say about 12 years ago, when I just felt motivated to lose weight. Most people, their motivation starts with appearance. Um, I was in my mid-30s before I actually got into fitness much at all. And I just decided to start taking a walk every morning, rain or shine, heat or cold. She's not joking, guys. I remember those days. She was hardcore walker in our neighborhood, in our Ohio address. Continue. Music motivated me. So whether it's a podcast like this or music, you, you need to plug into something that keeps you uh, occupied while you're walking. Yes, totally. I love that. So tell us about your how long you've been certified as a trainer and a nutrition expert? Well, after about four years of my own fitness journey, and it transformed from walking to starting to jog, which came with sore calves and just a lot of transitions. Then I discovered there's so many different ways to work out. Um, But I kind of delved into every type. So I soon learned that I love fitness, and my favorite place is the gym or outside where I can work out. Um, so I decided why not try to do that on the side as a little business and train others because it was a little bit of a thing that you want to share with others when you really are passionate about something. Um, 
I had started out on a program to be an occupational therapist, and I went to about a year of schooling to become an occupational therapist. And then we moved, and I couldn't do the program, and that was a little discouraging. And then I thought, you know, if I become a personal trainer, maybe that's something that I would find even more exciting since I love working out, and I knew that about myself. So um, it was the perfect thing. So what year did you get your certification? It was four years ago. I decided to do the personal training certification. There were others they offered, but I decided I like working one-on-one with people. That's awesome. Where can someone who wants to use you as a personal trainer, where can they find you at? Because I know you do it mobily. When you can tell us more about that. Well, I do offer it one-on-one, but of course, that has to be people who live in my area. I'm in Asheville, North Carolina. To work out with me mobily, um, I can be found on Wesley Personal Training on Facebook and also at ideafit.com. And I believe Chrissy will uh, put the links at the bottom of the page if you need to link to it. Yeah, I'll definitely put that in the show notes. I think that's awesome because a lot of people listening will be probably from Miami. And there, guys, there is a way for you to work out with my mom as your personal trainer on ideafit.com slash profile slash julie-werner. And I'll put that link below. And you can also check out her Facebook page that she mentioned too. So I use a platform, if someone were to sign up with me, I use a platform and we design your workouts around your personal goals, which we discuss at first before I design the uh, workout for you. And it actually has demonstrations of every exercise and and an assignment that I've personally designed as a professional for you and your own needs. And so you have your phone at the gym, you've got your workout. That is such a good thing, and I really need to start doing that. Can you tell me about the positive effects that working out and eating healthy has on you as a human being? Yeah, there are a lot of benefits. Um, a good sense of well-being has great mentally, mental positive effects. Um, you're lowering cortisol levels of stress when you work out, and you're also bringing up um, your feel-good hormone uh, endorphins with um, fitness and, and moving, about, moving around, keeping active. Um, you're also cutting the risk of heart disease, stroke, and diabetes in half, which is mind-blowing. Cutting those Crazy. risks in half. Wow. I heard that working out is like taking the equivalent to taking like a Prozac for depression. What are your thoughts? Tell me your thoughts. I think that that and um, that effect, feeling good after your workout, could resemble that. I don't know because I have personally not taken Prozac. But I have heard that that gives you um, a really good feeling to work out. And in my own opinion, I feel great when I work out. And that's probably my ulterior motive for working out. I feel so much better, so much happier. And my mornings are great. I have more energy in the morning. Um, Following a workout, I feel really happy unless I've overdone it, which I do sometimes um, because I love fitness so much. (laughs) I know. We have to tell her to slow down, man. Slow down, girl. Um, 
I think that's the main reason I work out is to keep myself from aching because I know that autoimmune disorders run in our family. And so it helps me to stop aching and it also helps me to feel more calm, really, which is very important for my husband for me to be chill (laughs) um so i love that i love working out actually i hate working out but i love the effects of it so everyone should do it now can you tell me what are some of the best health benefits that come from working out well cutting the risk of stroke heart disease and um diabetes in half are huge health benefits what are your personal goals for for all those health benefits? What ones are you, what sicknesses are you afraid of inheriting? And what are you trying to prevent? Well, actually, we have a lot of risk factors in our family. So that would cover all the ones I mentioned. I don't know about diabetes. Um, it seems as if my aunt may have uh, had that. So yeah, um, all those three huge, um, risk factors that I mentioned, all three of those definitely run in the family for me. Um, my joints will ache if I don't move around and I totally get depressed if I don't work out. Yeah, me too. I just wish I liked to work out, but we're going to get to some of those topics here in a minute, how to help us want to work out. So The third question is, for someone who hates working out, what would your workout plan for them be? So you're talking to me, Mom. You're talking to me. Well, the really important part of this is there's there's a questionnaire I give in person, but I would obviously give online or in an email to a client, whether they're distance clients or nearby. They would fill out a questionnaire that asks them why the things that are um, motivating them to want to start a fitness journey um, or stay in and on top of their fitness journey. Um, One of those questions is um, what what is important to you? Why is fitness important to you um, at this point in your life? And many people, it's they have the risk factors, but then there's other people who may list that they want to keep up with their grandkids. Uh, They want to be active and maybe they're a little bit afraid of what aging can do to a person. And maybe they've seen some of that in their family and they're trying to avoid that. You go back and you try to um, list all the reasons. And then when you become unmotivated, you can look back at, well, why am I doing this? And reread those and revisit why you're doing this. And maybe it's uh, you're trying to fit in a, in a size that, that you feel like you felt the best in. And you'll, you'll read that and it'll remind you of why you're on this journey that you've taken on. Yeah, having a why is really so important in so many areas of life, even at your job, having a why. And I think for working out, what you're saying is having that that purpose behind it to keep going back to when you feel like giving up is so good. So for me, what workout plan would you suggest? Something easy, please. Go easy on me. <laughs> 
I would say if you're a person who mentions, um, first, I would want to take into account any physical um, limitations. But say you're healthy and there's really no reason you can't begin a fitness program and you have no need for a doctor's note. And you say you hate working out, but you have so many reasons you want to. Um, I would probably make your workout shorter, but it may be intense. And it is recommended that you get four or five days of fitness a week. So for my daughter, I'd also um, ask her in her um, question questionnaire, the pre-counseling for her fitness program. I would ask her what type of workouts that she has done in the past that she kind of did like. Does she need uh, to be in a group or did she like, does she like to work out alone? Does she like swimming? Um, let me ask you right now. What workout in the past have you done that you really enjoyed? Well, <clears throat> I've really enjoyed groups and running somewhere where I'm out of the gym, not in the gym. So like kickboxing or running or swimming is what I'm doing right now most of the time. Mm-hmm. Not for more than a half hour. Mm-hmm. So for someone who really wants to get the workout over with but still reap the benefits of, safe the fat-burning benefits and, of course, the feel-good that you get from it, they would probably, I would probably design them a workout that had intervals. So going intensely for a period of time with a recovery time and repeating that pattern for 30 minutes. That sounds perfect. I like swimming right now because to get outside in the fresh air is really good and healthy and to get sun. Uh, Can you tell me more about that and how the sun affects a person? Oh, definitely. You're getting vitamin D. There's no lack of that in Miami. She's going up to her rooftop swimming pool and swimming. And she doesn't just swim. swim. Swimming will get a full body workout. But then, you know, it may not get some parts of the body built for strengthening. She's getting plenty of cardio. She's getting some strengthening. But for more, I would probably balance it out with um, what she's been doing. Um, She's been doing tricep dips on the edge of the pool. And she's been doing um, some hip and glute underwater leg movements. And her abs and core. And then she can run into the gym. I'd probably add some of the uh, um, in-gym movement or she could bring a mat out to the side of the pool and do some v-ups and planks and sit-ups and things like that to balance out the workout maybe some push-ups too wow that's a great idea i love that the focusing on the core and abs as well as getting your cardio in and swimming is a very safe way to not get injuries it is it's low impact very good for if you're having any rheumatoid issues. Yes, I do. All right. Loving these questions so far. So can you tell me what a hit workout is? What is behind the mystery? Let me just paint a picture of HIT. <laughs> um, let's see. Say she loves swimming the most. Well, we can make a HIT workout just out of that. Say you love running the most, we can make a HIIT workout of that. Say you like CrossFit-style workouts and you want to cross-train, we can definitely make one out of that. Um, We're bringing the heart rate up to a certain level, um, your high end of your cardio zone, 
and we're bringing it up there, say 20 to 30 seconds. And then depending on your fitness, which only, you know, a trainer probably would be the best one to tell you how high your heart rate should be going and where it should not be maxing out. You take your age minus that age from 220 and that's your high end. Um, your recovery occurs after the intense burst of, of, uh, cardio and that, that recovery may be the same timing or double the timing of the intense cardio high end. So it could be a Tabata, which is a style of interval training. It could be a Tabata of 20 and 10 if you're at an intermediate or advanced level of cardio fitness. So I might have her swim all out sprint 20 seconds. She could set a timer that has Tabata alarms on her phone. They have a lot of apps for those. And it would tell her when to recover. And say I felt like she could handle a 10-second recovery before going back to the 20 seconds of intense, intense swimming. So sprint 20 seconds, 10 seconds recovery. Sprint 20 seconds, 10 second recovery. Maybe eight rounds of that, then a little recovery of four or five minutes and redo. And she could be done with the workout. So that's a hit workout? It is. That sounds amazing and terrible at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Thank you for that advice. Now, can you tell me what is the best thing that I should eat and drink before I work out and after? If you're doing a hit workout and you're okay with it, you may not need to eat anything. Um... But you definitely want to avoid anything heavy. Fats will slow you down. Don't eat a bunch of peanut butter before your workout. And you really don't want like too much like fast releasing um, energy and sugar because that'll, that'll give you a little energy and then you'll crash. So I would say if you could eat maybe half of your breakfast before and half after, maybe half of a protein bar that isn't high in fat, before with half a banana and then the other half after um grabbing maybe eight almonds and i know they have some fat but usually eight almonds do great with half a banana as a pre-workout um a handful of granola with a half a container of some greek yogurt Things like that. You kind of have to experiment. Everybody's digestive system's different. I can handle only one protein shake, and I've tried 20 different ones. And the only one that won't make me sick that I can't, like, the only one that will not make me sick is the Garden of Life vegan sport protein powder. And I do one scoop of that instead of two. It gives me 15 grams of protein, and then I'll eat a half a banana with that. That's always perfect. And if you're doing some strength training in your routine and that's recommended for you, that's really good for that. Half a banana with eight almonds would work for cardio. Maybe you don't need to eat anything. That sounds about right. I usually eat like an an apple with almond butter Mm -hmm. and it doesn't make me feel like I'm throwing up in the pool. (laughs) I have been trying to drink a little bit of coffee (laughs) because it's so relaxing to just to sit out there and read and then get in the pool when I get the guts to. Um, Some people can do that. The milk may be the culprit. Yes, I'll burp up milk, but maybe oat milk. 
Mm. Yeah. That's for another Birth, podcast, another day. Coffee podcast. Man, this I should create that. A whole with coffee Ryan podcast with Ryan the barista, Julie's husband. Okay, so can you tell me, are there any other apps that are really good for people to use? If you are beginning a fitness journey, nutrition is, I'm going to say, 75 to 80%. That's what experts say is um, the percentage for how important the food aspect of your fitness journey is. So you can work out till you're blue in the face. You got to get your food spot on um, or at least have a goal to get it a little better. You're probably going to be told you need more protein, almost everyone is, and less fat and less sugar. So you need to start tracking your food and looking at the nutrition uh, percentage of macros at the bottom of it every, every meal, seeing what you're low on. And the best app that I've found for that is the MyFitnessPal app. I think it's available through Under Armour, and it's free. And every meal, you need to track it. Tracking's really important. It's such a pain, but do it whether you write it out or you use a tracker online. And so you've got this app, and you're tracking what you eat. After every meal, look at the bottom. Scroll to the bottom and look at the macros percentage pie graph. It'll tell you what you're low on. You can fill out a profile and... Uh, for your own personal goals and it'll keep you on track well that's that sounds great that's a great resource for us to use and is nike a good app to use for um, working out i like nike for their running app and they have coaches that you can listen to in your ear and everything um and then if you like cross training nike training club is wonderful great supplements but as i said before getting um a professional to kind of write you out a program is really important. And these can be these supplemental um, apps for your fitness journey. Amazing. Do you know what the best time of day it would be to work out? That depends on a couple things. When do you have the most energy to work out? And when do you have the most time in your schedule to work out? Say you have more energy in the evening. I don't know how anyone does personally because I'm a morning person. But after a work day, things do get in the way. Maybe your energy level is up because you've had your meals all day and you're really fired up for your workout. If that is the case, just make sure that you really commit to working out. It's like whatever, after work, 4 o'clock. From 4 to 4.45 is my time. Nothing gets in the way. If that's not going to happen, you may want to, because of that uh, things coming up at the end of the day, which is when they usually do, just go go to mornings. Uh, if you have great energy in the morning, make mornings your workout. Wow. So can you tell me about what the best times to eat are and when to stop eating at the end of the day? She's asking me that because I just had a huge breakfast lunch. No. <laughs> The best times to start and stop eating. Well, I would not eat two, three hours before bed. So if you know you go to bed at 10, cut it off at 7. You'll probably sleep better. Um, if you're the type of person that needs a little something before bed, though, maybe eat a little Greek yogurt or something. Or cookies. No, no cookies in bed. No, no desserts before bed. If you have to have something before bed and you're tolerant to uh, whey, any milk products, that's probably going to help you settle down the best. 
Um, I would try to avoid eating three hours before bed, though. And definitely don't skip breakfast. Get your metabolism going. Do you want it to go to sleep on you and not burn all day? No. I would say you you not to skip your mid-morning snack, which follows breakfast and is before lunch. Praise God. Allow two, three hours between all these snacks and meals. Eat your three meals a day with your morning snack and um, your afternoon snack. So you're eating plenty, but you're eating the right foods, and you're getting three meals and two snacks. Wow. I'm so thankful for you in that you said that because snacks are very important to me. Me too. Okay, can you tell me some of the best snacks you can make at home? Oh, I make protein balls. So I take oats, a little nut butter, a little honey or maple syrup. Either one's great for your sweetener. And maybe a little hemp hearts and um, a few dates. The dates are your binding agent. And pulverize them in your little food processor if you have a mini food chopper that works pulverize that add a little milk till it's the right consistency you want it to be uh you want the balls to stick together really well and form into balls between your palms when you get it to that consistency you um, have these little protein balls they're a great snack Uh, fruits and veggies are always a great snack if you want to add a little protein to your veggie um greek yogurt's good maybe veggie cheese if you're vegan and um what's wrong with a little pickle rolled up in lunch meat or uh something that you might not think of some really good workout snacks yeah get get more fruits and vegetables at snack time because we usually don't get enough of those and um go for some high protein snacks too maybe a protein shake yeah protein vegetables it's what we're all lacking on exactly so I struggle sometimes, not so much anymore, but with low energy, and I'm sure a lot of women do. Do you have any supplements that you would suggest taking? I know I hear iron is a good one, B12. Is there any more or any diet suggestions for that? If you're getting more fruits and vegetables and dark green leafy veggies uh, and plenty of protein in your diet, you should be good. But some of us are not, and we need a supplement. Um, we have some, a few different items that maybe we could add to the bottom with the links to personal training with me. Um, but there's a green drink that's very good. It doesn't taste the best, but uh, it'll give you some of your microgreens and your... Um, immune building, give you some vegetables you wouldn't normally get. You could take it in capsule form, I get, I suppose. Um, but this is a powder you can stir into your water. Um, you could add spinach to your smoothies. And um, another supplement, if you have low energy, you may be not getting enough protein. You may want to find a good vegan protein shake. Or if you can handle whey and like that, you can... Um, definitely take on a protein shake. Protein is a lot of what gives us energy and dark green veggies give us energy. Um, Sometimes you're not getting enough energy because you're not getting enough healthy fats. The healthy fats are found in avocados, nuts, seeds. Um, There's a lot of different sources, olive oils that are cold pressed and healthy for you. Um, Definitely look into 
the fact that you need to be getting more of the omega fats, the good fats. That could help with energy along with the protein and the good veggies. That's perfect. Thank you. I think that working out too helps your energy throughout the day. Definitely. Once you get moving. Sometimes I feel like I don't want to move, but once I force myself to, I get more energy. Yes. So we all love pizza. I mean, come on, right? Right. I mean, I don't love it, but everyone loves pizza, and I love sugar. So can you tell me when do you cheat, <laughs> if you'll be so honest? You could take it um, as a daily thing. Say you're tracking well and you know that um, you're doing a good job with with your uh, food tracking, and... You've been at it for a while, and you decide you want to do one cheat meal a week. I mean, don't go crazy. Don't make yourself sick. Think about the size of your stomach. It's the size of your fist. Let's not try to pour in enough food that will stretch it. Um, But, yeah, have a cheat meal once a week. If you've done well all week, that's a great reward. Or maybe some people like to do the 80-20 rule. That's really good, too. So 20% of your day will have some some carbs that really um, aren't normally something you would choose, like a dip of ice cream Ooh. a day. <laughs> it depends on your goals and where you're at. So definitely allow a reward, whether it's daily or a cheat meal each week. That is a great game plan. Thank you. 80-20. Thank you so much for that, Mom. I feel like we could talk about this for hours. Because fitness and health and food is such a, like a broad, broad thing, you know, a broad subject that so many people are interested yes, in. We need to do a food prep one next. Totally, I would love that. And when I go home, we'll probably just have to call each other and then record it on here. Um, so I guess a final word would be a word of encouragement. Do you have any encouragement that you can give someone that's starting on their journey and? Maybe give them some motivation? Most definitely. That was the funnest part of training. Um, I would say one day at a time. And write down those goals. Go back and read them. Um, Maybe we could put another little um, helpful hint at the bottom of the podcast here and talk about SMART goals. And you could start listing those. SMART, S-M-A-R-T, it's an acronym for each word so it talks about your goals and how you can list those goals as the things you'll be going back to it keeps you motivated and it's not an instant journey it happens one day at a time that's incredible i just love talking to you and hearing your wisdom my mom is so wise isn't she <laughs> So I'm sure we'll be hearing from you a lot more. So guys, I just, Julie, mom, whoever you are, I just love you. And thank you for being here and and sharing your wisdom because I know it's already helped me and it's going to help a lot of people. I hope it does. That's my goal. That's our goal. Thank you guys for climbing up the magnolia tree with us today. Until next time, have a happy Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm.